This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, this is John Dorsey, co-executive producer of Superhuman Public Radio and the voice of Ethan Schwartz. I wanted to talk to you about a new sponsor of SPR. The series is called The White Vault a horror audio drama set in a remote Arctic outpost and the records of the team sent to repair the station. Now, if you're fans of H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness, this show is for you. Now, this series is complete, so if you're looking for something with a definitive end, check them out today. Find them on your favorite podcasting app or at thewhitevault.com. Now, on to the show. This is SPR. Another corpse has been found in Philadelphia's historic district, completely drained of blood. Mayor Rex Tillis issued the following official statement. God expletive. It looks like we have expletive expletive vampires now. You can deal with this on your expletive own. He has since resigned. That was Apoorva Singh reporting from SPR Philadelphia. Live from SPR News in Washington, I'm Wenling Chen, sitting in for Deirdre Wilson. Protesters have poured into Washington, D.C. following the passage of the Super Act. The bill was saved at the last minute by an amendment exempting active members of the Heroic Legion from the proposed database. While the Southern Battalion and the ACLU prepare to challenge the bill in court, thousands of protesters have taken to the streets. Leading the charge in D.C. are the members of the Future People Academy, most notably 17-year-old activist Juhi Singh, she has brought millions of young people together under the hashtag GoIncognito. These politicians shout for us to save them, but when we need help, they whisper no. President Norris and his cronies want to use us, but we do not consent. They want to control us, but we do not consent. They want to expose us, but they have only exposed themselves. They fear us because we are what's next. We are incognito, and we are the future! Later in the hour, we'll have a live interview with Juhi about the role of the young activist and the legacy of her late father, Stephen Singh, also known as the hero Quantum. That was Wenling Chen reporting from Washington. It's 75 degrees here in Paradise City. Next up, it's the utility belt. Gift us your rapt attention, it's time to present the utility belt. I'm Stan the Henchman, and by my side is God's gift to robotics, Billy the Whiz Kid. Don't try to put me in a box, Stan. I have other interests. <laughs> well, that's a fine wine for a birthday boy. I don't know much about wine, but you're certainly in good spirits. It's not every day your half-pint partner turns 12. So, how do you plan to celebrate your dirty dozen? I'm 14. Right. Add many more. Stan, let's put a bow on this before I pin something on your tail. I guess I did make an ass of myself. Producer bot, give the birthday boy his first caller. Stan, is that you? You've got the young boffin with you? Why, yes it is, and yes I have. Well, what's your major malfunction, sir? Name's Connolly. 
Devon Connolly. Agent 011 himself? At your service. Oh, God. It's a real honor, sir. How can we help Her Majesty's least secret service man? Well, as I've woken up somewhere strange, my companion from the casino must have spiked my drink, because last thing I remember, I'm in Monaco, on a hot streak at the Baccarat table with my hotel key between her pert little... Potential FCC violation detected. <laughs> Easy now. I was just going to say breast. Uh, so, what's the problem? Well, next thing I know, I wake up on a cliff. Right, a cliff. Sure, let's start with the basics, Devin. Have you got anything on you? I'm wearing a red leather diaper and bandolier. So it's just this and my birthday suit. So, uh, you have nothing? Well, I wouldn't call it nothing. Then how are you calling us? There's a cell phone planted in my brain. You put it there. I did? No, you did. Who? Me? You. My mechanic slash chemist oh, slash bookie slash... Oh, oh, yes, your henchman. Of course Double Eleven would have uh, one. Uh, yes, of course. Yes, I don't know you, though. I thought everyone knew me. So, you have your comms. Can you get your bearings? Not much to see, just some rocks, the ocean, and a sun that's not moved in five hours. Also, the giant floating stone head. Giant floating stone head? Wait, did you say the sun wasn't moving? You thinking what I'm thinking? A, a sim. A uh, what now? A sim, a simulated reality. Devin, the good news is, none of what you see is real. So it can't hurt me? What kind of death trap is this? Whoa there, the bad news is we don't yet know what kind of simulation you're in, so don't go dying on us just in case. Some AR systems have real dangers. Gents, the head's coming closer. Okay, Stan, what do we already know? Mmm, his uh, comms still works, so this could be his real body. Oh, that rules out the Caribbean's rig. We thinking a local hookup? Mm, now that sounds fun. Oh. If he was passed out at the bar, they could have taken him to a lab. Uh, chaps, the head is looking at me. The connection was real. What was that? It said the connection was real. The connection was real. The connection was real? The connection was real. That must have been a doozy of a Mickey. The climax was not. What does that mean? Potential FCC violation detected. Devin, have you come up against any villainesses lately? Hmm? Maybe I've uh, been a little misogynistic? Oh, I've come up against plenty of ladies. You uh, know what I mean. That answers both questions. You know, the Villainy VR Expo was this weekend in Monaco. Right. Tracy Maceo gave the keynote. I watched it last night. E, Tracy Maceo. Mm -hmm. Eco-terror, firebrand, and Super's Illustrated cover model, Tracy Maceo. Yeah, but I watched it for the science. Me too. Oh, that's the tart from the casino. She was yammering on about something, but I was three martinis deep. You said you were interested in my work. Looks like the Hallucidec is finally ready for market. I'd only heard rumors. Hallucidec? She wanted to make torture carbon neutral. Doesn't everybody? The Hallucidec runs off the body's own electrical impulses and recycles the kinetic energy of peristalsis and respiration to power the local hardware. You could waterboard somebody in the desert and not waste a drop. Exactly. Have you enjoyed my demonstration? If I'd known you were this good at giving head. FCC, fine, imminent. Do you know how he can sever the connection? He could kill himself. Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no, no. Uh, the last version had a problem processing fall damage and would crash and reset. He could jump off the cliff and that might wake I'm him sorry, up. I'm sorry, I need to do what now? Devin, listen up. You're going to have to punch your own ticket. Hit the hard reset. Step off. You know, die. Shake hands with Elvis. Wait a second. How do I know you're not some devious part of this simulation? Huh. Hmm. It's a good point. We could be. 
You know, there's philosophers who think that we're all plugged into a greater machine, feeding our power into this well, sort of you know systemic... You know what, Stan? That's not helping. No, but I think Devin, it's interesting. Devin, I am 23.7% sure this will end the simulation. I know it's a risk, but it's the only way. Apologize, and I will let you live! Or you can apologize to the giant rockhead. Apologize? I would rather die. That's the spirit. You have to admit it's pretty cool. This whole world is being fed directly into your hippocampus, feeding off your body's yes, own- Yes, 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 This was the same drivel I told her only a profoundly lonely lady would think of. You said that to her? I offered to make her less lonely. Who's lonely now? Kid's right. You insulted the woman's work. You should say sorry. Please. I will not be blackmailed by some leggy spinster. Ah! Ah! What do I do? Apologize. Apologize! You're sure about the cliff thing? No, I was very unsure. Oh, hell with this. And he's jumping. Ah! He's sky falling. I think he's going to be a specter. <sighs> Devin? Seems it was not my time to die. Oh, hooray! Hooray! You're still strapped into the machine, Devin. I wouldn't celebrate quite yet. Another stimulation? I'd be honored. But if you want to join me, maybe we could try something a bit more hands-on. Or, how about I remove that comm set from your brain? <laughs> I assume this is you? Yes, it's me. Actually, it's the utility belt. It's a radio show where people... William Whizkick? <sighs> he asked you about my hallucinac. You know who I am? You know who he is? I am a huge fan. <laughs> uh, likewise. You know, it's always been a dream of mine to... FCC risk limit exceeded. Call terminated. Interview you. Well, kid, does this qualify as a happy birthday? I got an international super spy to commit suicide on live radio, and Tracy Maceo knows my name. Well, you know what they say. Goldeneye. Well, that's our show. As always, if you have tech questions, we've got answers. Give us a call at 414-555-BELT. That's 414-555-BELT. I am Stan the Henchman. I'm Billy the Whiz Kid. And this was... The, the Utility, Utility Belt. Belt. Support for SPR comes from Thwip Recruiter. Finding supers for your team up can be harder than the fight itself. With Thwip Recruiter, we use a network of sticky webs to literally pluck qualified supers off the street to help you whenever you need. We will rip them right out of the bathroom if you want us to. That's how serious we are about serving you. Thwip Recruiter. Thwip Recruiter does not guarantee a willingness to collaborate. Please visit us on the web. This is Wenling Chen from SPR Washington with breaking news. The superhuman rights protest in Washington has turned violent. A group of counter-protesters calling themselves the Norm Corps have arrived in droves, and skirmishes have broken out all over. We go live to SPR investigative reporter Fiona Vaughn. Fiona? Thanks, Wenling. As you can hear, things have turned chaotic at was once a peaceful rally. The Norm Corps members are wearing tactical gear, bandanas, and shields emblazoned with what appears to be a cartoon sheep. There are enough of them that they have now encircled the students from the Future People Academy. Hey! Hey, get away from her! They have been harassing members of the media as well. Have the police responded? Police are dispatched along Constitution Ave, but they seem mostly concerned with protecting the Capitol building itself. The Future People have been protecting us in the meantime. Oh! 
One of the future people has deflected what appeared to be an incendiary device with her mind. Juhi, <laughs> what do we do? Juhi, what do we do? Shut up, Parrot! Where is Luke? Squall, make a hole! Sheena, keep up that shield! One of the teens has unfurled her wings and is pushing the mob back to the strong gust of wind. We have to move, Wenling. Live from Washington, I'm Fiona Vaughn. That was Fiona Vaughn reporting from Washington. It's 74 degrees here in Paradise City, and now, sequential. This is a World Tell Link prepaid call from Sicko. A patient at the Shady Acres Rehab Facility in... From these American Supers and QSPZ Baltimore, it's sequential, one tale told bit by bit. I'm Candace Stripe. For the last year, I've spent every day trying to figure out where a supervillain was for one hour on Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. The supervillain Sicko has once again escaped from the Shady Acres Villain Rehab Center in Bloomington, Indiana. In case you weren't familiar with his crimes, Sicko is best known as the archenemy of Goatman, He's the perfect foil for the dour ungulate, colorful, afraid of heights, and famous for his sick sense of humor. <laughs> Hence, Sicko, a name given to him by the Chicago PD. His real name is unknown. Every attempt to identify him has ended in failure. This show is not about the origin of Sicko. This show is about his most infamous crime. In other news, tragedy in Chicago today. The kid, beloved sidekick to Goatman, has been found dead. The kid's real name was Philip Dodd. Known to be good-natured, calm under pressure, <laughs> smelled nice at the end of a patrol. He was 19 at the time of his death. That fateful night in September, the 23rd, a Wednesday, the kid had tracked Sicko to an abandoned pharmaceutical plant on the outskirts of the city. The villain tends to be drawn to places with a medical theme. A police officer on patrol noted the kid's arrival in his duty journal, remarking it was strange to see the sidekick without his mentor. The officer in question was Commissioner Norman. So, I'm out there, right? Eyes like an eagle. And I see the kid. Without the Bosco, entering the building at... Uh, 11.32 p.m. A moment later, whoosh! ginormous fireball, explosion, rocks, all of Cicero, car alarms everywhere. <laughs> I love this job. Um, tragic, though, about the kid. Goutman swore vengeance, and within a week, he caught Sicko and turned him over to the authorities. This is where our story begins, with a letter addressed to me from Sicko. His message was four simple words. I didn't do it. In another life, I was a television reporter in Chicago, working the Superbeat. I'd covered several of Sicko's crimes and was kidnapped by him on more than one occasion. So we had what you would call a working relationship. I didn't do it. If there's one thing to know about Sicko, he's not shy about his crimes. I once took out an ad to brag about killing a kitten in front of a puppy... <laughs> in front of a children's birthday party! We speak on the phone twice a week. I often hear other criminal masterminds playing in the background. Uh, where was I? 
just love killing. Men, women, children, infants, lovers, adulterers, incels, swerfs, turfs, smurfs, lawyers, doctors, butchers, bakers, candlestick makers, bookies, librarians, libertarians, rastafarians, black, white, alien, extra-dimensional, two-dimensional. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. At this point, if I chose not to kill someone, it would be prejudicial. So, for the record, did you kill the kid? I wish. So who did? Sicko is not only unrepentant of his crimes, he is proud of them. He's already serving 98 consecutive life sentences for his other crimes. So why deny this one? I have an image to uphold. Explosions are so... Uh, quotidian. A pedestrian. If I were to blow someone up, I would do it like they were a balloon. <laughs> you see, if you get an air compressor and then you stick that thing right in their mouth... I'm going to cut in here and spare you the details. It's true. Every crime that can be traced back to Sicko has a unique spin on it. A brief list includes setting up an actual trolley car dilemma, removing the parachutes from a skydiving course for nuns, placing lactose into a soy-based ice cream vat, and of course, what is widely known as the noodle incident. Having covered his crimes for years, I can say this confidently. An explosion at a pharmaceutical plant just doesn't fit his M.O. And then there's this. So what do you say to the rumors that you're about to take over the horns? Ah, oh, geez, I don't know about all that. Goatman is the best there is. I just want to make sure the horns wind up on the best head out there. Then, 36 hours after that interview... You gotta help me. Give me a new face, a new ID. Help me disappear. Can you just roll it? Like a uh, hamster ball. This is a segment from the popular SPR show, The Utility Belt. The kid is calling in after crashing the goat mobile. Listen to how the call breaks down. I'm sure Goatman will understand. You're not the first sidekick that's taken a supercar for a joyride. I wasn't taking a joyride. I was trying to escape. Escape? From what? Oh my god. He's here. <laughs> Listen to me! Nobody knows this! I am not the first- Kid, are you there? What happened in those 36 hours to change the kid from the bright, confident heir to the horns to someone running for his life? Unfortunately, we may never know because that was the last the world heard from him. Two days later, he was dead. We may never know what it was he was escaping, but a dark explanation looms. Listen to this part again. Listen to me! Nobody knows this! I am not the first... I am not the first... I am not the first... I'm not the first. In the past 20 years, there have only been six recorded deaths of teenage sidekicks. This is Quentin Crawford from the Boy and Girl Sidekicks of America. Busy schedule, you know, and, and, and my, you know, Can you tell me again what you just said, for the record? Oh, yes, but I must clarify uh, that this is already a matter of public record, if not widely publicized. But of the six deaths, three of them were apprenticed to Goatman. Sequential is produced by Haley Frond and me, Candace Stripe. Ethan Schwartz is our editorial advisor. Sequential is a production of These American Supers and QSPZ Baltimore. We'll be back next week with our next episode. Bad man.
Live from SBR News in Washington, I'm Wenling Chen. We now go live to the White House for President Norris's press conference regarding the recent violence at the March for Super Rights. My administration has always worked to create a more honest, more transparent America. Let me declare this. I condemn in the strongest possible terms the recent wave of lawlessness and ill feeling that has taken our streets. And if you don't believe me, believe this. We will have your face. We will have your name. We will know who you are. And you will not get away with this. All right. I want to thank everybody for being here. God bless you. God bless these United States. I will now take questions. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President. Yes, in the front. What about Normcore's involvement? Will you denounce them now? I've said this once, I'll say it once again. I believe that this is a matter for local law enforcement. Superheroes are meant to fight uh, space aliens, monsters, not, not peaceful protesters. Yes, you in the second row. Following up on Nancy's question, these are not peaceful protesters. Members of Normcore have explicitly called for members to, quote, arm themselves for a wolf hunt. Now, 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 look, I have not heard that myself, so I cannot comment on that quote. What I do know is these citizens are, are exercising their right to assemble. Well, this new group, the, the, the incognito, they're using their superpowers without license, and that is illegal. That has often been in self-defense. Next right? question, you in the back. Mr. President, this administration has made trust a central issue, yet polling shows that American citizens trust Cosmos over you almost two to one. What do you say to that, Mr. President? Cosmos? What can I say to that? Only the truth. This planet owes a lifelong debt to the hero, Cosmos. I understand that the trust he has earned. Unfortunately, our intelligence community has concluded that he isn't the man you think he is. Look, this information has been regarded as classified, but I feel I must confirm it now. The hero, once known as Cosmos, has been replaced by a doppelganger, just as my predecessor was. Mr. President, President Norris, President Norris, President Norris, President Norris, the Pentagon will prepare a full briefing on this situation in the coming days. But for now, I must act how I must to provide security for the people of this great nation. Now, no further questions. That was Wenling Chen reporting from Washington. Today's show was written and produced by John Dorsey and Maximilian Clark. Additional producing by Carla Lerner and Hunter Shelburne, with special thanks to Brenna Colleen. This episode's full cast can be found in the description below or on our website, sprpod.com. Be a hero to the show by sharing it with a friend. You can help us make more episodes by heading to patreon.com and looking up Superhuman Public Radio. Coming up next, learn why thousands are bringing super pets out of intergalactic zoos and into their homes, plus tips for how to get radioactive furballs out of your carpet an SPR special report. This is SPR. The Fable and Folly Network. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. 
I'll have that relic now. Thaku, pretty boy, have more healing. We gonna need it. You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't. We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So I'm confused. Uh, what am I supposed to say to him? Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party. Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions. Dumb! What? Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool. I totally got this. Uh, Wait, but... This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. (laughs) Uh, what did I say? Kill them all! The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Listen now at theordinaryepic.com or on your favorite podcast app.